Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. morning, my friends, and happy Wednesday. Yesterday we saw with that kind of humorous story what Paul invested in, sharing the truth and relationships. And today we're going to see even further what he invested in and what he didn't give room. He did not make space for certain things, even while he was investing in sharing the truth. So let's dive in today. We're in Acts chapter 20, verse 13, and I'm reading from the ESV. But going ahead to the ship, we, remember Luke now is with him on this missionary journey, we set sail for Asos, intending to take Paul aboard there, for so he had arranged, intending himself to go by land. And when he met us at Asos, we took him on board and went to Mytilene. And sailing from there, we came the following day opposite Chios. The next day we touched at Samos, and the day after that we went to Miletus. For Paul had decided to sail past Ephesus, where he had been in the past, so that he might not have to spend time in Asia, modern-day Turkey, for he was hastening to be at Jerusalem, if possible, on the day of Pentecost. So remember, this is after Paul had already spent a good deal of time at Ephesus. And then he was leaving back through uh, Macedonia and Greece. And he spent some time in Troas, like we saw. And now this is just detailing their journey as Paul is on his way back to Jerusalem, wanting to be there on the day of Pentecost. So he was kind of essentially rushing through this region, setting up these boundaries so he wouldn't be hindered from reaching his goal of getting to Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Now from Myelitis, he sent to Ephesus and called the elders of the church to come to him. And this would have been right around 60 miles that these elders had to come, but yet they went to visit Paul. They left their home of Ephesus and went to Myelitis to talk to Paul. And when they came to him, he said to them, you yourselves know how I lived among you the whole time from the first day that I set foot in Asia serving the Lord with all humility and with tears and with trials that happened to me through the plots of the Jews. How I did not shrink from declaring to you anything that was profitable and teaching you in public from house to house, testifying both to Jews and to Greeks of repentance toward God and of faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. There is so much in this little conversation he's having with these elders, saying, you knew how I lived among you, serving the Lord with humility, being humble rather than being prideful, rather than I think sometimes today, people who are prideful, who are really rich or famous, they're collecting money, they're collecting praise, but that wasn't Paul. He was humble, serving the Lord. And he also was serving with tears and with trials. It wasn't easy for him as these Jews were there attacking him. And he did not shrink from declaring to them 
anything that was profitable. He kept on teaching them in public. He kept on teaching them from house to house. He kept on teaching both Jews and Greeks, even though doing these things led to more trials, to more tears, to more pain and suffering, to more attacks. And I think sometimes we as Christians can step up and we can say, we are going to share the truth. We are going to live our calling regardless of the punches we're going to take, regardless of the pain and the suffering and the pushback that people are going to throw at us because it happens, my friends. In my own life with Christian yoga, I consider myself an advocate for this truth that Christian yoga is a tool. It is not a religion. And because it's a tool, your beliefs inform it, just like prayer or meditation, something that is so misunderstood. And I get a lot of very negative comments. A lot of punches are thrown at me, but you know what? I take those punches for my people in order to share the truth. Not by my own strength, oh no. (laughs) This has been a growing process of the Lord leading me to lean on Him alone. But I am still following His call and taking those punches because that is where the Lord wants me and that is the message that the Lord wants me to share. And people push back against that. And in your life that might not be Christian yoga, in your life that might be your own business, something you're passionate about, or maybe even it's just the Christian faith, the truth of Jesus. Maybe it's setting boundaries. Do people push back against boundary setting? That's another one I've taken punches for, but boundaries are healthy. So how can you in your life not shrink away from declaring anything that's profitable, not shrink away from talking about the things you're passionate about in public to different people? How can you stand up, stand firm, not in your own strength, but always in the Lord's? And I'm not here to say that this is easy because it's the opposite. Very frequently in my life, it's really challenged me and challenged my own dependence on myself and encouraged me to rely fully on the Lord as my refuge and my shield and my fortress. And this is what Paul did for these people. In spite of the obstacles, in spite of the pushback, in spite of the punches, he did not shrink back. Instead, he was declaring about the repentance towards God and of faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. And now behold, I'm going to Jerusalem, constrained by the Spirit, not knowing what will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit testifies to me in every city that imprisonment and afflictions await me. Paul is going to Jerusalem, even though it's unknown, even though he believes that imprisonment and pain and suffering is waiting for him, he's still following God's call. And he goes on, he says, but I do not account my life of any value, nor is precious to myself, if only I may finish my course and the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. Same thing about our reputation, about the way that certain people view us. But I don't account the opinion of others. This is me again, paraphrasing, putting this in. I do not account the opinion of others of any value, nor as precious to me. If only I may finish my course 
in the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. Sometimes other people's opinions on social media in our own circles, that tends to hold us back. Our fear of their opinions and what we make their opinions mean about us. I'm here to tell you your worth, your value is secure in Christ. When you have faith in him, you are saved regardless of what other people think of you. You are loved regardless of how they belittle you. You are safe and secure regardless of how they try and knock down your boundaries. And people will push back. And they will say hurtful things. But you are loved. You are worthy. You are valued. You are safe in Jesus. So I'd invite you to share anyway. Don't shrink back. And yes, it's a process. It's a journey. It's not going to happen overnight. But talk to God about this. Commit to this with him in prayer. Asking for his strength when you're weak. For his grace when you mess up and you do shrink back. And for his words, both of boldness and of love as you share the things that he and the Holy Spirit has placed on your heart, as you share the things of his word in your life, as you set healthy boundaries, whatever it is for you. Don't shrink back. Rest on his strength and your identity in Christ. And I'll see you tomorrow morning.